So yesterday was Martin Luther King Jr. Day, uh, and it's actually the first time that I had that day off as a paid holiday. My company this year decided that they wanted to give us that day off, which was awesome. Uh, and the, it's been like pouring rain in the Bay Area for the past few weeks, and this weekend was especially bad. It rained pretty much the entire weekend, um, and like a serious rain, not like a sprinkle type situation. And so... Um, the snow was expected to be really good in Tahoe, um, and Whitney and I went last week, um, we went to Squaw, and the snow was awesome, like, we had a great time. We didn't have, like, super fresh powder, but, um, it was still a really good snow day, uh, and so I was expecting sort of the same kind of situation, uh, and so I asked around, and my friend Dave Herbert decided that he was he had the day off too, and he wanted to come. So we were a little bit worried about the weather. It was supposed to snow through Donner Pass, um, and so we ended up getting his parents suburban, and uh, we went and rented skis for him on Sunday, and then Monday morning we headed out. And uh, we decided to go to a ski resort that I've never been to before. It's called Sugar Bowl, uh, and it's actually one of the only privately owned ski resorts left up in Tahoe. Uh, I think it and Homewood are the only ones in North Lake, uh, and I don't think there are any in South Lake that are still privately owned. You'd have to double check, but um, most of the rest of them are owned by like Mountain Collective, so a company that owns several ski resorts either in Tahoe or um, throughout multiple states in uh, throughout the country. Um, but anyway, Sugar Bowl is still like uh, you know one of the last holdouts that hasn't sort of quote unquote sold out to a to a big um, you know company. Um, and it's in it's like at the top of Donner Pass. Um, it's several of the mountains that are like right there in the past so it's actually pretty close to san francisco uh you can get there in like two and a half hours like flat no traffic no weather um it probably took us three uh there was no traffic but uh we had to slow down through the pass a little bit um but anyway it was it was an awesome day and we ended up getting we picked the right um, the right resort, they ended up getting like 12 to 14 inches of snow, um, everywhere. And then there were places where, uh, the snow was like knee deep powder. So a couple feet deep in some of the, you know, pitches where, uh, the snow had kind of like, uh, drifted in. And so, um, the weather was awesome. Uh, the day ended up being great. It hardly snowed at all. We thought it was going to be like actively snowing all day. Um, and so it was like a bluebird day in the morning, and then some clouds rolled in uh, in the afternoon, but pretty close to when we ended anyway. So uh, it worked out, and it also was not a very crowded day to go skiing. Uh, I'm super surprised. I thought, you know, it being a holiday, it would be really crowded, but it was like a Monday. Like, there were periods of time where I swear we had entire runs to ourselves and never saw anyone. Um, so it was really awesome. And I actually, I had never skied Sugar Bowl before. Uh, this is my first time going, and Dave was telling me he always used to go as a kid with his family because uh, it's like the closest resort, and it's also a really big resort. Um, it's not dinky at all. There's um, there's a lot of runs, and it's it's a pretty advanced Resort. Um, it's 17% beginner runs, 45% intermediate, and then 38% advanced. So, like, a really good um, amount of advanced terrain for kind of a medium sized ski area. Um, 
And so I was just kind of interested in it. I hadn't heard a lot about it. And so Dave was, he told me this story, which I'll play for you. This was on the drive up. Uh, it's just a voice memo on my phone. So the audio quality isn't like spectacular, but, um, I'll talk to you at the end of it and, uh, set a, set the record straight on a couple things. Um, but anyway, uh, Dave was super great to tell me a little bit about sugar bowl. So, uh, here he is talking about it. Oh, now I have apple in my mouth. <laughs> oh, is that a good, uh, Good CSA apple? Yeah, an excellent CSA apple. Um, so, Sugar Bowl was built around the same time as... Right around the... They had the Olympics up in Squaw Valley. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, interestingly enough, I, I learned this when I went to the Walt Disney Family Museum in San Francisco, which is another thing that you guys maybe should hit up. It's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, Walt Disney built and designed Sugar Bowl. Yeah. Really? Yeah. So he designed like the ski lodge and kind of all of the areas, and he was initially a part owner of the resort. And there was thoughts on actually making a Disney like it be like resort Disney themed, a Disney themed ski resort in huh. Tahoe. But they scrapped that idea, and he just wanted to much more make it like a Bavarian paradise kind of thing. Oh, is it like super German? It is super okay. German, but it's really nice. And not only that, also one of the mountains is called Mount Disney. Huh. Yeah. Like he named the mountain. Yeah, he named the mountain after himself. <laughs> I uh, mean, I would name a mountain after myself. Well, if, yeah. if I had the yeah opportunity to name a mountain, I think the first thing that would come to mind is my own name. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, the reason why Squaw Valley is important to this whole thing is that also Walt Disney ran the Winter Olympics in Squaw Valley. He oh. actually was in charge of like all the events and all the design for wow. the uh, Olympics in Squaw Valley. Yeah, I didn't know any of that. I had no idea either. I knew that about, I knew that Walt Disney had some part in Sugar Bowl because I've been there a bunch of times. And it like, it's clear. It's clear that it is pretty Disney-ish. Um, but I had no idea that he actually had that, um, that the Walt Disney Company had played their part in uh, the Winter Olympics. Wow, yeah, that's crazy. Awesome. So, and we should also evidently go to this museum where... Yeah, it's actually really, it's really interesting. It's much more about, like, his life instead of, like, cheesy Disney stuff. Yeah. And they have... He, did he live in the Bay Area? No. No. Not at all. I think it's that his family, um, I think it's his daughter... Is, like lives in San Francisco. Oh, okay. So she had all this memorabilia. They wanted to build this museum, and they wanted to make it separate from the Walt Disney Company. Yeah, yeah. So they wanted to make it close, but not so not close. Like on like, prop Disney. They didn't want to do it in Anaheim, so they did it in um, at the um, what is uh, it called? Uh, Presidio. Presidio. Yeah, yeah, they did it at the Presidio um, because they wanted. They had the space. They had the land. Was it free? No, no, no. You know, it's, oh. kind of, it's like. Oh, that's not bad. No. Um, cheaper than a lift ticket. Cheaper than a lift ticket. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's pretty cool. Um, and I like I went to Disneyland a bunch with my family when I was growing up because it was also yeah, not that close. far away. Yeah. It was like you know six hours, it's okay, or like an hour plane plane ride. So we would do that. So I I always kind of had a towards Disney stuff. Oh, Disney? Yeah, so it's kind of cool to go check it out. It's a really, it's actually a very nice museum. It's fairly small, but uh, they have really cool exhibits about Walt Disney's life and also the weird stuff that he did, like, like build, a, uh, ski build a ski resort. Yeah. Sweet. All right, cool. Thanks, Dave. 
Thanks so much, Dave. Really awesome little three-minute uh, history lesson there about both the Walt Disney Museum and also Sugar Bowl Resort. Uh, and I would say a pretty accurate, really, in the grand scheme, considering he was reciting like random museum trivia that he learned probably a decade ago. Um, but there are a few corrections, so I thought I would go ahead and mention them. Um, so Sugar Bowl Resort was opened in 1939, which is around the same time um, that Squaw Valley Resort and several other um, Lake Tahoe area ski resorts opened. So Dave had that um, on the nail on the head, as they say. Um, it was founded by a guy named Hans Schroll uh, and and a bunch of investors that he found, Walt Disney being one of the chief primary investors. Um, but Schroll himself was the one who um, actually did open the mountain. Uh, it was the first ski area in California to install a chairlift. Uh, all the other ones you were still having to hike up or there were rope poles. And it was also the first ski resort on the West Coast to have a gondola. Um, so there's three primary peaks. There's Mount Judah, Mount Lincoln, and Mount Disney. Mount Disney used to be called, um, shoot, what was it called? Hemlock Peak, uh, before, um, Dis before Han Troll approached Walt Disney about it, um, he actually, uh, had that, that peak was named Hemlock Peak, but they renamed it, um, Mount Disney, as Dave said, um, because Disney had such a, uh, incredible influence in the actual opening of the resort. Um, he was able to donate, uh, or invest, I guess, like $80,000, which in 1939 was a ton of money, um, to help the resort open. So, um, huge props to Walt Disney. I don't think Sugar Bowl would be around otherwise. Um, but it was, it's on like the California wagon trail and it, the area that of the wagon trail that it is, is called Roller Pass, which is between Mount Judah and Mount Lincoln. And that's one of the wagon trails that went through the Donner Pass, uh, on the immigrant trail, which is like the, you know, immigrants who had, had come, uh, and landed on the East coast and wanted to move out West in search for land or gold or whatever. Uh, they came on the immigrant trail through Donner Pass and, um, walked right over the peaks of where Sugar Bowl is today, which is pretty cool. Um, and so the, um, the, the railroad used to go through there. The Central Pacific Railroad ran that area, and they actually sold the land to this couple. They, they were the Pilchers, and they bought the land from the Central Pacific Railroad for 10 bucks, 700 acres, uh, in 1926, um, which is pretty crazy. And then they ended up selling it to Han Schroll, who's the guy who opened Sugar Bowl Ski Resort. They sold it to him in the early 30s, um, I think 37, um, he got the 700 acres, and I don't know what he paid for it. I would assume a lot more than $10. Um, but anyway, he ended up opening the um, the resort, and it's really cool. It's definitely, like, Swiss-styled, so there's, like, a ski chalet, uh, and there's all these, like, old Swiss um, lot, like, um, little placards. Uh, they're really cool. I don't know, flags, whatever you call them, um, emblems. Uh, but anyway, it's, that's the original ski lodge and it's really pretty. It's very cool. That's where we ate lunch. Um, and yeah, I don't know. The mountain just seemed like, I don't know. It just seemed really local and like small town and the gondola is super old. Um, the lips are all really new and updated and it is a really cool mountain and it felt, it definitely felt everyone that I talked to on any of the lifts all said, you know, Sugar Bowl's really the, um, it's kind of the, un, the forgotten princess of, uh, North Lake Tahoe because 
you know, it often gets the most snow in the area, uh, but the least visitors. So, um, pretty compelling reason to go back for sure. One guy, I think he was stoned, but he was talking to me and Dave and, and he was like, Oh yeah, man, you gotta get in that powder. That's where the sugar's in the bowl. And we were cracking up about that. And they actually named it sugar bowl for a pretty similar reason. They said the, the guy Han Schroll and his buddy, uh, Bill Klein, who helped open it. Um, they were like the, the snow just reminded them it was so light and crystalline that it reminded them of uh, of sugar in the bottom of a cereal bowl. So, uh, interesting story. Anyway, um, that's really all I've got for this week. So, I hope you have a great week, and I'll see you. I'm about to head out um, to catch a flight, actually, to Oregon for work for the rest of the week. So, I'll be back on Thursday night. But, um, hope you guys have a good week, and I'll talk to you soon. <laughs>